Flying Field Outfitter is a fly shop and guide service located in Bend, Oregon. We specialize in fly fishing the Lower Deschutes River, Cascade Lakes, the Crooked River, the Fall River, and many other fisheries in the area. Tune into our podcast for updates on fishing reports, techniques, tactics, and fishing stories. Yeah, all right, sweet. Yeah, a couple busy days down here at the old fishing store on Century Drive. Uh, every day it just seems to get busier and busier, right? We're yeah. sitting here on April 21st now, so just the day before uh, the 2021 trout opener for Cascade Lakes and uh, Lower Deschutes from Pelton Dam down to uh, the northern boundary of the reservation. So make sure uh, if you're heading down there to grab your tribal permit, boaters passes, and all that you need for uh, getting on the Lower Deschutes. Uh, I feel some folks for leave out some of those finer details. Just excited to get out. So make sure you have all your uh, your necessary paperwork to get on the river legally. Yeah, let's just start with the lower to shoots, man. Uh, I think it's going to be fishing pretty good. Um, we did a little training trip down there, a little shakedown trip, and we floated Trout Creek to Maupin in the first half of the float. We, you know, are not able to fish. Um, because it was still closed but we got down and fished from the tribal boundary down to you know mop and harpam area and uh yeah fishing was good it's been good um some blueing olives and some march browns um have been popping the back eddies were kind of blowing up a little bit which was fun uh, mainly nymphing um you know your standard kind of floating line indicator two fly rig big fly little fly um and or euro nymphing um has been pretty dynamite the last couple times we've been down there yeah you know the first couple two or three weeks of the opener i would think that that's going to be for the most part that's going to be the game plan um yeah folks getting ready for the salmon fly hatch certainly if you're down there fishing now be fishing your stonefly nymphs jimmy legs uh in black brown any color you really have uh that nymphal nymphal migration will kick off any day now really uh once it opens up and that can be a really fun time for some nymph fishing some other flies i've had great success with during uh the first opening week uh is like rainbow warriors little zebra midges small flies um pheasant tails hares ears all that um one fit one fly that i was crushing on when we were down there was the uh jigged hair's ear with rubber legs oh yeah dirty little fly uh, and they seem to eat that uh quite a bit so that was awesome yeah there's that we've also got that jigged um tungsten kind of soft tackle um and the duracell jig nymph uh those were two that i was doing really well on it was kind of fun too i did like a chubby with a dry dropper and went like uh three feet you know between the the dry and the dropper and put on like one of those tungsten jigs and that chubby not even the big ones even like a size 10 to you know 14 um is kind of big enough with the with the floating and with the foam and everything in the chubby that it can hold up that tungsten fly um and i think you know a lot of times when the fish aren't really on the bottom or you know on the top that's a really good way to to kind of fish that nymph but also kind of be throwing a a, a chubby around a little bit every now and then they'd come up and smack the chubby for who knows what reason um but uh but yeah that was a super fun way to fish down there too yeah first couple weeks down there is great uh 
nice and green in the canyons. Got to see some wild deer, or excuse me, not deer, but horses and deer, of course. But yeah, get yeah. out there and check it all out and have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, the you know, the lake openers, the other, you know, big one up there. I know you ran up yesterday and did kind of a, a drive up around the Cascade Lakes just to see what was open and where the access was going to be and um you I think talked to a state police officer up there that um gave you some kind of inside intel a little bit also, which is awesome um on Yeah. Yeah. Did a lot of driving yesterday. I think I clogged like 200 something miles. Um, but yeah, left town from Bend, obviously headed up to, through Sun River up to road 40, just to see how far we can make it, uh, made it about six or seven miles up until I wasn't comfortable driving any longer. Keep this in mind that I've been stuck my share, fair share of times trying to go fishing, uh, in the winter and in the summer <laughs> somehow. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, actually put the drone up in the air from there just to see kind of what it looked like heading down the road towards, uh, you know, Crane. What's that on the eastern side of Crane uh, near Calmetto and all? Uh, couldn't make it. I uh, actually saw one gentleman stuck. I wish I could have gotten up there to help him in my truck, but uh, I was wearing flip-flops and he was pretty deep. So uh, after that, I headed back down the 40, uh, got onto South Century Drive uh, right outside of Sun River and headed up past the Fall River and drove all the way to Cascade Lakes Highway to swing a right onto the Cascade Lakes Highway and the gate was closed there. So uh, once I was there, I actually bumped into a mechanic that's been working on, that works on the rigs that are clearing snow and he said it looked like the snow had been cleared to lava. There just happened to be no indication of when they would open the road. Um, and then when I got home that afternoon, I called the Chutes County Roads and the sweet lady I spoke to there said she hadn't heard and she would anticipate if they were going to open the road for the opener, they would have let her know by now. So uh, just keep that in mind as you go out fishing tomorrow that you may not be able to get to that northern side of Crane and some of the access over there. Uh, anyways, came back down, drove up Browns Mountain Road, uh, got kind of stuck up by just past the dam, didn't make it to the, that primitive boat ramp up there at Browns Mountain, but did bump into another guy at Crane Prairie Resort who had gotten up there, ran into the same stater I ran into, who said he uh, helped three or four people er, earlier this week get pulled out past the dam there. So. Uh, that should keep melting pretty fast as long as uh, we keep getting sun on it. So uh, getting to Crane Prairie Resort was no problem. Just came up again uh, off South Century Drive, took a right, I believe it's on 4270. You drive about four miles in the resorts there. Quite a bit of campers in the campground already. Um, however, uh, definitely still some spots available. Sounds like the resort is actually closed. Uh, a customer told me that today. Still just do some family stuff. Um, haven't looked into that, so look into that for yourself. But the dock was in there, um, and maybe Scott could advise on this, but it uh, looks like that might be the only open boat ramp for the opener. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I you know, especially if you're towing a boat and you're going all the way up there and whatnot, you know, that Highway 40 or that Forest mm-hmm. Service Road 40 going up out of Sun River, a lot of times it could take a good couple, two or three weeks before um, that thing gets cleared. Uh, for whatever reason, they don't really plow that one, and I'm not sure why, but there's a couple S-turns, you know, about 10 miles up that road that tend to hold that snow longer than you would think. And it's always a super bummer when you're towing a boat and you get to a spot, um, you know, going up there where you can you can't turn around and you can't go further. Boy, I've had that happen before, where I've had to unhook the boat a couple different times trying to turn all the way around and that little two lane road. And so that's not something I'd even mess with here for a couple of weeks. So just you know, take that South Century Road, you know, up past the Fall River, and um, and then take a right to the resort and access there. Um, there's been talk of them doing some logging and stuff up around some of the campgrounds. I know a couple of years ago or the last couple of years they've been up around the East Lake campgrounds and we'd have some campground and boat ramp closures up there. We might be experiencing a similar thing on Crane. So I've heard that Quinn, for example, um, might not be open. Um and even when the snow clears and some different things like that so uh kind of keep an eye on all of that stuff um you know but it sounds like uh for the opener anyways that the the resort is going to be or that the forest service campground next to the crane prairie resort and that large boat launch and uh park parking lot and everything is going to be accessible and open and yep. that doesn't do a lot for those that are in float tubes or those that are in pontoon boats or kayaks um and there is some pretty good fishing in that deschutes arm over there of crane um you know but uh i know a lot of people really like to fish that quinn river um area it has you know good fishing close to the boat ramp and for somebody in a pontoon boat or a float tube or even a drift boat and they're rowing around that's probably some of the best access um and so it sounds like for tomorrow being the opener that that's going to be the 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 primary fishing is going to be over by the resort and over by the deschutes channel yeah um you know i'd fishing wise i mean i'd fish you know leeches um and small midges um you know size 16s and 18s chronomids um primarily some balanced leeches underneath an indicator um you know it's traditionally crane on the fly anyways doesn't fish real good right around that opener it takes a couple weeks if you will for the bugs to really get active and the weeds to start growing and you know those crane bows tend to be so buggy um you know that they're really looking for those hatches and the bugs and stuff and um to me, it's always something I go up there in the first couple weeks that it's open, but I don't, you know, have huge expectations. Um, the fish can really scatter. They could be in, up in the logs and up in the shallows, and, you know, they're not congregated in the channels. We don't have weed growth yet, you know, some different things like that. So, you know, just try and cover quite a bit of water, uh, casting and stripping, or, you know, underneath an indicator, balance leeches, chronomids, stuff like that. I wouldn't expect to see too many um, calibates or you know mayflies or caddis or damsels or any of that stuff yet that will that'll be here in future reports for sure um you know lava can fish really good um early in the year obviously we don't have access to that based off of the information that we have right now 
one of the challenges with lava and the road access is even if they plow to the turnoff to lava, um, they don't always plow all the way into the campground and into the boat launch and, and stuff like that. So um, you know, the Forest Service operates the boat launches and the campgrounds and the uh, ODOT operates, you know, the, the, the clearing of the highway and stuff like that. And they don't necessarily communicate or coordinate the way that you would think they would um, but I would put lava on your radar as soon as you can get in there um, I like lava and little lava both in the spring more than I do during the summertime because they haven't stocked it yet um, and you get a lot of nicer sized holdover fish uh, they do get a good spring calabatus hatch um, and you know obviously leeches and chronomids and all that stuff are gonna fish pretty well but a lot of times in the springtime we can get a decent little calabatus hatch up there and you get those holdover hatchery fish that might go you know 16 to 19 inches instead of uh, by the time summertime comes around um, they've stocked so many fish in there that uh, your average catch is in that 12 to 10 12 inch kind of true stalker size so springtime's a great one on lava and little lava um, you know other than that yeah, uh, I, was, I can uh you go over to did you go over to wiki up and yeah i was gonna crane? just touch one more part about crane as far as the roads go after i left the resort i kept that 4270 back to 40 uh where you hit that three-way right where you yeah. can keep going or take a left towards cow meadow made about another mile down there hit a lot of snow that's actually where i ran into the uh osp officer and he was actually stuck in his big uh lifted truck waiting for a uh a uh, backhoe to come pull them out <laughs> actually they just dug them out it's pretty cool to watch but um so that he did say that spot is pretty pretty famous for people getting stuck trying to get to the cow meadow area uh however he imagined that it would melt off by the end of the week just with once people start driving up there and more people there getting yeah heated vehicles on the road so as of right now the access to cow meadow is available it's just going to be a little trickier but proceed with caution yeah um, for the first couple of days so yeah anyway left uh left there headed back towards the twin lakes and Wikiup. uh north twin access is closed off um and i believe that has to do with campground stuff as well uh just reading this off the forest service website too just if you're looking for more information and we don't have it readily available for you forest service uh and google can be really great for you uh sheep's bridge past that uh they actually have it blocked off for the seasons uh allegedly um for uh deforestation as well um fishing access is available you know downstream from there working your way up however you won't be able to park at sheep's bridge right now um <clears throat> made it to uh gold point campground uh, they had the ramp looks great. Uh, the reservoirs are at 50%. So I don't imagine that ramp will be usable for too long. Um, maybe another couple weeks. Right. And yeah. Did you go to, to the next one that North wiki up? I didn't drive into the parking lot there. I did fly my drone from gold point and they do have one dock in, uh, look great. Uh, and it, I would imagine they're getting the other dock. It looked like they had it up there on the truck. Yeah, uh, 
usually Northwick Yep Ramp is the first one to go, and then Gold Point will hold for another couple weeks after that. So there is a possibility that we would have boat ramp access on Wikiup for a month, month and a half, um, potentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously that's the scary one. Um, we've all watched Wikiup, you know, um, get as low as it has consistently for the last three years. Um, and, you know, I think at one point it got up to around 57 58% capacity and it's already started dropping um so uh you know that that'll be a pretty interesting one to follow and i think it's pretty big question mark from a fishing perspective because last year they opened the dam pretty much all the way up so there was there was no fish um, gate there of sort that was holding the fish back um, so there has been you know reports of you know bass and catfish and whatnot in the upper river system which is a whole nother conversation and concern um but also what happened with the trout you know the brown trout and the rainbows did some of them go down river did some of them go up river you know when the reservoir was at zero percent capacity for months those fish have got to go somewhere so you know um they're either going to go up river up in near the springs and stuff like that or you know they might have gone down river and we just don't know until we get up there and really spend some time and fish it a couple weeks from now we could have some more intel on that but at this point uh boat ramp access looks good at both north wikiup and at gold point um you know again fishing out there i'd you know be leeches buggers balance leeches um i wouldn't expect too much hatch activity yet um you know here in the next month or so we'd start to see potentially see some calabatus caddis midges that's another pretty big question mark is whether or not those bugs are going to be there you know with that much reservoir left high and dry for that amount of time um, a lot of those burrowing bugs that burrow down into the weeds or into the mud and um you know whether or not they got dried up dried out and whether those bugs are going to be there so boy there's some big big question marks for us around wiki up and and what the health of the fish and and the, the overall fishery the hatches the bugs the weeds everything is is pretty big unknown at this point and we'll keep you posted as we as we get out there and fish it in the next couple of weeks and see what's up yep yeah that was uh good overview there hopefully it'll be all good um let's see yeah that finished my drive i think headed back to town always gotta make sure you stop by shell and sun river and get some of that chicken delicious and <laughs> <laughs> delicious with some barbecue and some well Texas i think beef. you know i mean i think you bring up a pretty good point and the fact that you were out there tromping around you left town it was 70 degrees and you had you know you know jeans a t-shirt and flip-flops on um keep in mind when you're driving up into the woods man that to be ready for anything um and this time of year it can be very deceiving and bend um you know i mean i'd take some put in some boots throw in a jacket you know throw in some gloves 
throw in a shovel, uh, you know, because there's been multiple times in these first couple of weeks of the opener that I think we've all got ourselves in situations where, like, oh, man, it's it's there can't be any snow up there. It's 74 degrees in Bend. It's like, yeah, but, yeah. you know, up there, and there's, yeah, there's 4,000 feet. <laughs> yeah, you're 4,000 feet in elevation, and there's certain kind of areas of, of these roadways that are not getting plowed they're not getting attention um and uh they're totally shaded they're totally shaded by the forest canopy and so you know there's plenty of that stuff up around crane lava you know um where uh here for the next month really capacity in access is going to be can be challenging um you know east lake and polina um i saw the east lake resort had a little post i think on social media a couple of days ago they're still snowed in i would say we're still you know two to four weeks away from considering that um you know so that one's pretty far off of the radar at this point um but uh yeah just and and check your local resources too you know deschutes county's website um morgan department of fish and wildlife's website you know any US other resources Forest. you use u.s forest service yeah, yeah forest service um you know and even some of the local resorts up there you know again coltis crane prairie um elk lake uh east lake palina lake you know sometimes you could follow them on social media or check out their websites and um they would have updates on access or whether or not they're open or different things like that so use as many local resources as you can you know make sure to prepare yourself before just going on a drive and um you know go out there and check some of this stuff out for sure yeah absolutely um uh, yeah you touched on those uh resources which are great uh the folks at the road the road department for deschutes county are great uh super nice so just be nice to them uh i guess one last thing we could touch on maybe just a quick quick rundown of what's been happening over the shop the last three or four weeks and how it's <laughs> how crazy it's been. So, uh, yeah, you want to run that down, talk about rods and reels availability and. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an ongoing challenge. Um, you know, I think we have done a really good job. Um, you know, we're well positioned. We have a lot of orders in place. A lot of the prime manufacturers are still behind, you know, the whole supply chain, whether it's graphite or whether it's cork or whether it's Gore-Tex or neoprene, you know, I mean, uh, hooks, uh, all of the above. Uh, you know, obviously we're still in a, you know, pretty broken supply chain, um, due to COVID. Um, so, you know, just, just be aware of that, be patient. Um, you know, we're doing everything we can to, to fill up the store and have stuff here, you know, but there's a lot of times that, you know, we'll get a $8,000 Sims order in and four days later it's half gone. Um, yeah. you know, um, if you have something on your radar that you think you might be interested in for this season, be it a new rod, a new some new waders, things like that, come in. Let's 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 talk about it. 
let's uh, you know discuss it and there's an opportunity that it might be on back order and that we might be getting it you know between now and mid-May we have a lot of stuff coming in the door in the next month um, a lot of our manufacturers are kind of indicating that uh, they're gonna be back up to some levels of, of inventory by you know middle of May um, enough to kind of ship stuff out to us but with that said you know, leader, tippet, fly lines, flies. Um, we've been very aggressive and um, have uh, really been able to keep up pretty well with a lot of that stuff. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's been busy, man. It's been it's been crazy. I mean, definitely last month march was a record month for us all time um you know we've seen some trends that are i mean we've been in business for over 20 years and i've seen some weekly trends and monthly trends that i've never seen before um you know just a lot of people looking to get outdoors and and spend quality time with their family and and different things like that so um you know it's also brings up another good point be positive when you're out there be patient when you're out there um you know i have a feeling there's gonna be quite a few people out on the water especially on opening day and opening weekend um you know and uh just be positive and patient and and you know enjoy your time in the outdoors um my other suggestion would maybe think a little bit outside of the box i mean like i don't know if you want to be putting your boat in at warm springs at you know between 8 and 9 a.m <laughs> uh it's probably going to be pretty busy you know if you have the opportunity to you know put in at 5 30 or 6 or you have the opportunity to you know put in at you know 10 or 11 and float till dark or something like that um you know and and i would just kind of think outside the box when it comes to all this stuff throughout this entire season it sure seems like it's it's going to be a busy one and um you know just be patient and be cool and think outside the box a little bit yep yeah great advice definitely think it's gonna be a busy one even just real quick i went out and fished south twin last week just to get out and uh get my new little boat wet and it was busy uh folks are itching to get outside and it looks like i just ran a little poll this morning on our instagram and see who's hitting lakes and who's hitting the lower deschutes and we got about 10% or about 20% more going to lower D. So not sure if that indicates anything for you, but get out there and enjoy it. You got anything else, Scott? No, I don't think so. No, thanks for tuning in and uh, appreciate the continued support. Thank you. And um, yeah, we're, uh, get out there and enjoy it for sure. Sweet. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Flying Field Outfitters podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for new episodes coming out. If you have a request for a podcast, please reach out to Kyle at flyingfield.com. Thanks again for tuning in and have a nice day. We'll see you on the water.